Welcome to the Hashtag Firestarter series on the Power of Investing in People podcast. What is a Firestarter, you might ask? Well, it all started out to bring other leaders together inside a book, and we quickly realized that this was something bigger than the moment we were living in. We are creating a movement The Hashtag Firestarters Book Project is a collection of creative thought leaders who are collaborating, planning, directing, organizing, and creating new ideas to navigate change. We understand that a single match, if left alone, will fizzle out quickly. Therefore, when one match ignites another, we build a stronger fire. We start with a tiny spark that ignites hope, creativity, curiosity, fearlessness, connection, kindness, collaboration, mindfulness, community, acceptance, purpose, contribution, and love into the world. That single spark creates a ripple effect, then gains momentum and spreads like wildfire. We create a collective, proactive, positive shift in the world because we are the change we want to see. Together, we are hashtag Firestarters. So join the movement today at firestartersbookproject.com. And in today's episode, our special guest, David Bennett, who is also a co-author in the hashtag Firestarters Book Project. He is also a certified life purpose coach, motivational podcaster, and speaker. Stay tuned for his quotes on his inspiring chapter on how darkness destroys our light. You won't want to miss it. Hello, you are listening to The Power of Investing in People with Shay Sparks. I had the honor of being on the show with Shay and wow, how authentic she is and how much I know that she wants to keep hope alive in the community. So thank you all for joining. And everyone here today, I'm offering a special to all active duty or retired military to my all access on-demand training where we learn how to dream, believe, and achieve our best life. Please visit at timlanefitness.com and I'll see you all soon. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Power of Investing in People podcast, hashtag Firestarter series. I am your host, Shay Sparks, Chief Excitement Officer of Sparks of Fire International, where we get you fired up about your life and your business by transforming trauma into treasure. And today, speaking of Firestarters, is one of my dear friends who actually was the inspiration of coming up with the name Firestarter. So welcome to the show, the incredible David Bennett. Hello. First off, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor and a pleasure. And you know how much I love you. So being here for round two, to me, it feels like to start talking about all this stuff. Man, I'm excited. I got, let me adjust. Are you ready? Because I'm ready. I'm ready. And I'm (laughs) just so honored that you, you know, you've been so diligent and busy and I know that your schedule is crazy. So just thank you so much for taking time to be with us today. 
Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. The honor's mine, to be honest. <laughs> it makes me happy that I'm here. So, yeah, let's get started. Well, and for those of you who don't know, David is a, a certified life purpose coach, motivational podcaster, teacher, motivational speaker. He has a I Needed This podcast and YouTube channel, as well as Instagram. And he has an amazing coaching business called The Lion Within. And I know, and he's also a co-author. So I'm just going to put it that way. He's an author and probably more books to come. So you'll have to, he's definitely one to watch. So I'm just going to dive in because there's so much to talk about. There's so much about the book that I want to talk about. But first of all, I just kind of want to start off with, you know, David, we, we met at PodFest in March of 2020 before the world like completely shifted, completely changed. Right. And you just have such this amazing spirit that just spoke to me immediately in your, in your Facebook post in the PodFest group that that's how we even connected in the first place. Yeah. So I wonder now looking back over the last year and a half, but it was literally just a few months when we started after us meeting, when we started this project. So what made you decide, you know what, Shay, I would love to be a part of the Firestarters book. I mean, why not? I could be an author. <laughs> well, because when I when I first met you, I just came out with this episode called Out of the Darkness. The out of the, the darkness itself is that thing that everybody knows. They don't really want to talk about it. It's the thing that they um, isolate the, themselves to be by themselves. This is the thing that I call, you know, depression, anxiety, stress. This is when you look at yourself in the mirror and you don't like what's looking back at you. It's it's the things that you keep to yourself that's in the darkness, right? Or even worse, you know that darkness is there and the people around you always remind you mm-hmm. of the darkness and they don't let you get out of it. And so when I met you and I was talking about it, I was like, man, you you light up my flame just as much. Because in the in the episode, I was talking about how like you have to start surrounding yourself around people that will flame your flames. Right. Mm-hmm. So in the darkness, all of us are lights. All of us. It doesn't matter if you're a dim little candlelight that's flickering in the wind. You still have a light. Mm-hmm. And it only goes out when, you know, the time comes. But the way to be able to have a hashtag bonfire community, you would have to be around other fire starters. So not only will you be a candle anymore, you'll be a full engulfed bonfire around people that are trying to get you to where you need to be. So that's something that you and I talked about, which you're like, ooh, I love I love Firestarter. Like, yeah, we need to go find more people like that. And I like, let's start a group. And I was like, I'll be all about that. Finding and then I, it turned into a full blown book and you turned it into something that was way more than I could have ever imagined. So like I, I thought it was uh, it's amazing that you can find other people that are that are Firestarters. Not only that, you put them in one collective book. That way, when someone is going through the darkness, they pick up this book right now and they can see the stories to realize that they're not all by themselves. They're not Mm -hmm. the only ones going through something. And not only that, you saw how someone pulled themselves out of the darkness to become who they are. And that's to me, that's amazing. And I think how many authors are in the book? I think there's like there's a lot. Yeah, there's about uh, 10 of us or so. Yeah. So imagine that you are one fire starter or one little candle in, in the darkness who thinks they're all by themselves. And then you talk to someone like Shay and then all of a sudden you find 10 other people that are, that are walking around getting together. And all of a sudden, how, how bright do you think the light will shine in the darkness after you find other people that are like you, that love you and love on you and see potential in you that you didn't even see in yourself. 
So that's something that you have to like understand. I think right now, most people are looking for clarity. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the darkness is. It's the uncertain. It's the unknown. It's the loneliness. It's the depression, the stress. It's getting overweight and allowing yourself to not be disciplined. That's that's why it's so important to have this hashtag Firestars book out there right now. Well, and you know, it came about in such a crazy time in our lives but literally was born out of change. And so the uh, subtitle of how to be a spark of hope in the midst of change was literally just kind of, uh, yeah, it just kind of exploded. And what's so amazing is how each person, especially you, but each person has been an example of change because they were that hope. Yeah. Right. That other keyword in the title, you were hope. Not only for yourself, but for other people. So tell us, like, what really inspired you? I know you just said you did an episode, but were you inspired even more when you were like, man, I really want to be a part of this because I know that this is going to impact yeah, I knew it was going to impact. Now, not to not to shy away from who I've been for the last year. After I met you and after you gave me this awesome opportunity to be a part of the book, I had to look at myself because I there was things that I was battling with that I didn't know I was battling with until I got the help, right? So this is something that I have to make sure everybody is aware of. Just because you are a fire starter doesn't mean that you're you are hiding you can't hide from the things that are actually going to happen in life right and so you can be a fire starter all you want but if you don't look at your own demons in the face those things are going to haunt you forever Mm. does it does this make sense so for me when i started reading when i got the book when it finally came out and i was able to see it and i was able to see my face in the book and I, i realized man I'm way more capable than I thought I was going to be. Mm. Does this make sense? And then when you start looking at all of the chapters and you start reading the other people's stories and you're like, they're just like me. And there's, and when you think about it, you're like, there's nothing special about me. I'm just Dave Bennett, you know? And then you start thinking there is something special about me because I am Dave Bennett and I'm, and I'm surrounded by other people who thought they weren't as special, but they are special. And it's, that's why I was like, man, this, this fire starter book can literally be, you could be a co-author. You could be a small little guy who has something in your mind that you want to share with the world. Hashtag Firestarters will help you understand who you are. That's that's why I, th- I knew the impact was going to be there. That's why I want to get it in front of as many people as I possibly can to show the people that are like who think they're insignificant to show them how significant they are. It's so amazing. Read the book. Like look at all the chapters. It's like that's feel your feel your story and other people's stories. Well, and I think that's really the main reason why I thought it was so important to bring incredible, incredible, all, all every single one of the uh, co-authors are just incredible, have their own incredible story yeah. and their, their own leader in their own way. And each one is come from a completely different walk of life. And yet we still have a common ground. We still have a common theme. You mentioned, you know, the darkness. You mentioned, you know, looking at yourself. Fear shows up, yeah. right? And so it doesn't matter if you're a leader or you consider yourself not a leader. You will experience fear. And so that is why it was really important to like, especially in the last year and a half to really look at, you know, we've all experienced fear. That's something we've never experienced before. 
And so how can we at least tap into something, grab onto hope, grab onto something that will allow you to propel yourself forward? And and you are really speaking just so much bravery, authenticity, and vulnerability in your chapter and, and just right now too. And so I want to kind of go into that. Your chapter is called, as I put on my glasses, your chapter is called <laughs> Out of the Darkness. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read a few snippets from your chapter, but I really want to start off with this. You say, you see, the darkness knows that if your fire burns hot enough and your light shines bright enough, it can spread. And if it spreads, there will be too much light and the darkness won't have a place to be. The darkness doesn't want this. It represents hopelessness, shame, stress, anxiety, past mistakes, failures, hardships, all of it. The darkness hates your fire and your light. And then you go on to say it wants to consume you. So tell our listeners who maybe haven't read the book. (laughs) Isn't that a powerful, powerful. It's like, I need that right now. (laughs) it's, It's so like for me, absolutely. How many of you who are watching right now, listening right now, can feel what that what Shay just said in the chapter that I wrote? Like, think about it. How many of you are being consumed or feel that darkness right there on the back of you? Right. So she just talked about also like how you have to persevere in that. Right. So we were just talking right before we even started about the word resilience and you have to be resilient. Now, if you're watching me or you're listening to me, realize you have survived everything that you've ever come across and you're still here right now. And so because you're watching this and because you're listening to this, take this as a sign that it's time for you to start understanding that the darkness is not going to win. We're going to try by either reaching out to me or Shay or anyone for that matter, talk to somebody, or if you can be a light to someone that you know is going through this darkness. Remember what the book said. It does not want you to shine your light. It wants to isolate you and wants you to be by yourself. It does not want you to be around other people who will build you up. Because if our lights shine brighter than the darkness, there's no place the darkness can hide. There's It'll be revealed always. So that's, so one, realize that perspective is everything. What does that mean? That means that life's not happening to you. It's happening for you. Mm-hmm. And that's what this show is about. It's about how to find the blessings in the trauma, how to realize that what's happened to you is made you this tough individual that you are, right? Then you got to face your demons, right? Stop hiding from them. That's where the anxiety comes from. That's where all of these things are controlling you because you're too afraid to look at them. And so Mm -hmm. what I, what I recommend right now is just call someone up, maybe your best friend, someone you can be vulnerable with and tell them all of your demons, tell them all, don't let the demons control you anymore. And the last, the the bridge. So there's this bridge that I want to talk about. The bridge is finding that person. So yeah, you can, you can want all the good things in life, right? But if you, if you feel like you're isolated and you have nothing to do and you're going, I want to be over here, but how do I do that? Create a bridge, start being vulnerable, start telling people this is what needs to happen. I need to be around other fire starters. I'm tired of my life being dim. So take responsibility. Do you know what I mean? Hopefully that answers your question. <laughs> it does. And I, you know, it's, oh, man, you just dropped so much nuggets, so much wisdom. Sorry. 
No, that's <laughs> awesome. I love it. And and I want to just kind of pause here and just kind of deep dive in a little bit deeper and really talk about what darkness is that you went through personally. Oh, I mean, I, I'll pick one, okay, yeah. because I've I've gone through a lot. So one of the darknesses that I I have gone through was being abused from from the ages four to twelve years old, right? And then I'm 31 now. You would think that all of that stuff shouldn't bother me at 31, but I never got over it. Now my circumstances changed. We moved to a new environment. Everything's changed, and you know I started being able to be myself. But I always that PT. I I was recently diagnosed this year with PTSD, Mm. severe PTSD. And it was because of the things that happened in my past that I never, and I've been struggling with this quietly. This is why I tell everybody to look at your demons in the eyes, admit that there's something wrong, right? Because, but because if you, for me, thank, thank God that I had people like Shay in my life. Thank God I had people like my pastor, Rich, I'm calling you, I'm calling you out, buddy, because you've really changed my life. And my mother, you know, people that have been through these, these dark times too, where I was able to be vulnerable to them and tell them and they didn't judge me on it. They didn't, mm. they, they validated how I was feeling. They were understanding, they were loving. And now if you don't have people like that in your life, the darkness can, can really get you. And, and so for me, I've been consumed by that darkness that I was not willing to look at for 31 years. I want to say since mm. I, so like 31, I'm 31. So I say 31 years, even though I, yeah. you know, Four to four, from ages four to 31, I was still acting like I was getting beat and abused and not heard Mm -hmm. and not validated. And like, and to me, that can make my hard heart, my my hard heart, my hard heart, hard. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yes. So, and and I don't like that. I don't like that I can go into situations already armored up, ready to go and not be vulnerable and not be open to things because of things that happened in my past. Now, that's just one one little speck of darkness that yeah. grew into this massive thing. But what happened when I shined the light on it? It was vulnerable. There was mm-hmm. nothing I could do because now instead of hiding from it, I admitted it. I shined a light on it and goes, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't want to deal with you. And I'm not I'm done trying to cope with you. I'm done trying to I'm, I'm not letting you suffer. I'm not letting myself suffer anymore from this thing that's been like, hey, it's here. Do you remember this? Hey, do you remember that? And that's what yeah. causes the anxiety. And then the anxiety turns into a panic and goes, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened to me. You know? Yeah. Does that answer your question? That's just absolutely. That's, that's one piece of darkness. And so, like, if you're hearing me, you're going, what's the big deal? Well, realize that you have more than one darkness moment in your life and that's what causes the trauma and they all stack up if you don't look at them and get them fixed does this make sense and that's what the beast is right so like the beast turns into this massive cesspool of darkness and you're this little candle just being blown in the wind and you're going i so what what happens when you feel empty inside well, you start trying to fill it up with different things instead mm-hmm. of looking at looking at the validation and trying to heal yourself. You're trying to fill it up with drugs, alcohol, you know, pleasures of different kinds. You, you could name it, name it. You have it. And you know what I'm talking about. If I'm calling you out right now and you understand that emptiness that you're trying to fill, the answer to that question is to stop hiding from the darkness. Look your demon in the eyes and be vulnerable. Allow yourself to feel those things. That you've been not wanting to feel forever because on the other side of that pain is healing. And that's where God's at. 
Wow. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. A hundred percent spot on. And, and you're so, I just want our listeners to really get what he said. That was just one of the darkness. I too have multiple uh, times of darkness in my own life. And that's what I, I really loved about your chapter is that it was showing it's not just one of those things that I named off before of, you know, the hopelessness, shame, stress, anxiety, past mistakes. That's not just one. It's sometimes happening literally at all the times. Yeah, all the time. All the time. And and at once. And if you have experienced it, of course, especially abuse that is so underplayed for oh, PTSD. But yeah. if you've had abuse, of course you have PTSD in adult, adult. Our childhood experiences shape our adult decisions. And I cannot stress that enough because that right. has happened in my own life. And I see that time and time again. And yeah. just like with you, your defense mechanism was fear. So fear then became your safety. It yeah. kept you Survival safe. Mode. Absolutely. Yeah. It kept you safe. And then, you know, and at what, 30, you were like, hey, I'm going on a plane trip for the first time. And yeah, that's, then yeah. thank God that you had the courage and the resiliency and acknowledging that, hey, I can do this, that you did that because that's how we met. Yeah. And now check this out. So to, to validate you on that as well, I knew that I was like inherently introverted if I don't know anybody. So the reason why I made that video that you mentioned before in the PodFest community is because I had anxiety. So I was like, I'm going on an airplane at 30 years old. I'm not going to know anybody down there. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to make a video and go, hey, I'm going to be brand new. I want to be the advocate for all new people. So if you're new going to PodFest, please reach out to me. Let's be buddies. Let's be friends. Right? Yeah. And so everybody was like, I'm new. I'm new. I'm new. I'm new. I'm new. I'm like, I'm going to be your best friend there. Right? And then there was this app called Woba app. Right. Yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking about, where yeah. you can you can make meetings, you can go talk to people, you can be more involved and you can vote who's the most like who are the most influential people in these in this app. I was rated number two out of how many people do you think were there? Like thousands? Like, three thousand. Yeah, just yeah. three thousand. You were rated number two, but it, it was just out of three thousand. No, but that's <laughs> because I was willing to be vulnerable, though. Do yes. you see what I'm trying? So like yes. this is the weird thing. I wasn't hiding from the fear. I was going, I'm going to look this in the eyes and. I'm telling you, it's not easy being on camera and going, hey, like I'm new. I'm a little nervous. I'm going to pop fest. I'm 30. Never been on an airplane. That's because of the fear. I'm I'm going to go down there and meet new people. And man, the people that I've met, I can name them all off, too, because I, I remember every face. I remember every person that's left an impact on me. And because I went down to pop fest. I got to meet the founder of it. Not only that, they gave me this, the system, brand new system, the, the, everything that they did because of how willing I was to meet new people and love on people. And, and now I have to tell you, remember, this was last year. I got, I found out that I had PTSD this year and I was still going through the darkness. Even when the book was coming out, hashtag Firestarters, I wasn't exempt of having hardships. I wasn't exempt of still dealing with the darkness. I was yes. just able to be, I was able to look at it better because I had people like Shay in my life, because I had the other authors in my life, because I had these people that I've never met before in my life. And I was able to be vulnerable. It changed everything. So if you go to my podcast right now and you, you see that I haven't posted in a while, 
Well, it's because my perspective has changed. Who I am has changed. And you know what? And it's so much better now because I'm, I'm more emotionally intelligent because of being vulnerable. I'm, I'm more responsible. I'm taking everything in as 100% responsibility because I'm a grown adult. And so that means that everything happens to me is up to me. And also being humble enough to go, I'm not in control. God is. And, mm. and that's, and now I, I know that there could be people going, well, I don't believe in that. That's fine. I'm just telling you what, how I can totally be free with understanding that life does not happen to me. It happens yeah. for me and for a reason. And I'm living proof that that's true. Very Isn't true. that crazy? <laughs> it's not crazy. It's, it's a miracle. And I think you, not only you, but our listeners are listening. They've gone through something. And I just want to say that you're also a miracle. And so yeah. you have a story to tell because as David and I have learned, we know that people get inspired. They get empowered. They take action when they hear the things that we've gone through. Yeah. So, yeah. So I want to continue on with reading some uh, a major yeah. Amazing nuggets from your book. <laughs> you go on in the chapter to say, because like it or not, you will eventually become a reflection of the company you keep. Therefore, you might as well find people who will fan your flames rather than people who want to smother it. Choose yourself first and stop wasting time around things that don't feed you. Yeah. And you That's have been talking those, about that. <laughs> I know. I got chills just talking about it because you have been talking about this. F- find people who fan your flames. I am just, uh, wow. So before PodFest, before we met, before you put yourself out there and started a podcast, and I know you were a coach too, you became a coach. And so what? Who fanned your flame and who motivated you? Who, who did you decide you wanted to emulate? That's going to make me emotional, but it's my mother. She's the only person that has uh, really got me and understood me and made me feel like I wasn't stupid. Now, um, I'm sorry, because she knows. Because it's hard to think about. When you start thinking about back, you look back. And when I made that decision... You know, I quit my job because I was like, this is something I need to do. I was called to do it. And I knew I was called to do it. And I knew that I was able to connect with people on how I how my perspective was. But people in my life are saying, you're not educated. You're not smart enough. You know, look at your life. You weren't going to pass school, which I also found out that I, this year that I had dyslexia. So this is this is that's another dark spot that was in my life where because I, w- I was misdiagnosed or I wasn't diagnosed at all, people told me I was stupid. I just mm. couldn't. I had a mental thing that was blocking it. Now, if you can hear me now, you can hopefully see that I'm not that dumb. You know, but you're not so at all. All of those people that were in my life were making me feel depressed, just sad. That mm. was the darkness that was coming through. And my my mother, man, she would would not accept that. And she's like, no, absolutely not. And so she made me go to our church and I I was trying, I signed up to be an international school of ministry. So like I can go anywhere to be, to preach. Right. Mm -hmm. And so she had everybody pray on me about the Mm -hmm. things that were bothering me. And this is the first time in my life that I had people come over and show me love. Mm -hmm. Now, as a man, I do not get shown affection a lot. I do not get shown I, I'm not told I'm, I'm, people are proud of me. They don't, I'm not told that people love me, 
But my mom tells me all the time. Mm-hmm. And the moment that 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 where people put their hands on me, it changed my whole life. It changed everything about who I was, who I thought I was. And it was because I was around the right people. And that's why I put that in that podcast is because or this chapter too. So the chapter. So if you want to hear me just speaking this, go to the chapter 20 in my podcast out of the darkness. You can actually hear me read an abridged version of the, what's the chapter is. Okay. Because it's so significant. It's so much to, if you're, you're the part of the five people you hang out with the most. So mm-hmm. if you're hanging out with a bunch of people who are living in the darkness, guess what? You're going to be living in the darkness too. But if you're sick of it and you're tired of it, reach out to me or go find someone in your local community, go to your church. If they're, if there's a place where you don't feel like you belong, that's not the right church. That's not the right place to be. Find people who are going to fan your flames, accept you for who you are and love on you. That's what you need. And that's what I needed. And my mom, man, she can attest to everything and how much I've grown in the last 31 years. And she has been the only one in that there's this picture that there's this meme out there. It goes, your mom's always going to be your biggest fan. Right. And mm-hmm. there's, there's this person on stage and it's empty. And the first person in the front, in the front row sitting in the front seat is his mom. Mm-hmm. And that that's been my mom the entire time. Now you can also hear she's, she was my first special guest. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool because at 29 years old, she, she told me, I never had your back. I never, I, and wow. now she, she heard me like she never validated me though. She was, she was with the naysayer. She's going, you are not smart enough. You are not this. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I said, I just need you to hear me. Like, why don't you ever just listen? Like, that's what I need. I don't need you to solve my problems. I don't need you to tell me that I can't do it. I need you to love me and tell me I'm just going to listen. And the moment that she heard me, the moment she was like, fine, I'm just going to listen to you. And I explained everything. She's mm-hmm. like, this is the first time in your life in 29 years since you've been born that I've heard you. And I've seen wow. things from your perspective. Do you know what that did to me? When I finally felt the thing that I've been craving for years because I was able to say it finally instead of just getting angry about it, going, eh, forget this. I'm out. I'm gone. And so that's so you have to start creating boundaries for yourself as well, which that's what part of the chapter that you just read. The, creating the boundaries means sometimes the people that you get rid of are the people in your family. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I told everybody this year. I'm not going to family events this year. I'm focusing on myself this year. I'm saying no to a lot of things this year. People are going to go. What happened to David this year? I'm going to focus on me and surround myself around the right people. If I can't find them, then I'm going to keep searching until I find them. But this year, I'm going to be a ghost and I'm going to build myself up in a way. So when I come back, I'm no longer a rookie. I'm not starting from scratch and I'm a completely different human being. Mm -hmm. And that's now this is what's cool about it. Right. When I met you, I did not have that perspective. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And, you know, you and I have had conversations off of the podcast where yeah. you have, you also have changed my life in a way to change mm. my perspective about things. Right. Because remember when I'm like, I, I think I'm supposed to sit here and change the world and all of this. And you're like, that's not your job. Your job is to be you and you can influence someone else to be themselves. That's all you have to do. And that is changing the world. You mm. might not be able to change the world, but you'll change the perspective of one person. And that's their whole world. And I was like, all right, Shay. All right, whatever. I'm like, <laughs> you got you to gotta put that on me. And that's why I started re- trying to change my perspective to mm-hmm. I'm not here to be 
the savior. I'm here to be me. The best mm. Dave Bennett I could possibly be. And that's being a fire starter. That's fanning other people's flames and serving, not being uh, a person who can take. It's a person who can give back. Does that make sense? Well, thank you for sharing that. And yes, it makes perfect sense. In fact, you bring tears to my eyes as you're sharing it, not only about your mom, but, you know, about me as well. But most of it, you know, your mom, what a true testament to how she has also grown as a mother to be able to like sit and hear you. And especially now that you're where you're an adult, you're able to articulate what you need in a different Mm -hmm. way when, you know, as child, as children, we act out or, you know, we do whatever stupid things we do to get our parents' attention. And instead now you can articulate it, which I think is why God's master plan is it to, to, for us to notice it in our adulthood is to go, yeah, now you can talk about it. Now you can articulate. Now you can ask for what it is that you need from your, from whoever, your spouse, your parent, your, your child, rather than being able to just continue to go down that cycle of acting out. So I really love that you have, you know, and I've met your mom virtually. She is an absolute <laughs> beautiful gem of a person. I think she should be a part of part two. For, I Listen, my <laughs> mom can write a chapter for you. Oh, my goodness. So uh, I, I would love that. I would love to have her on here. I'm going to um, put, put a little bug in her ear. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and she, she uh, yeah, I would love that. She's an amazing, amazing human being. So I love that she, you know, really saw in herself to go, hey, my son is hurting here. I need to be, I need to shift. And she really took that. So, you know, you, by being you, also shifted her. Yeah. And that's, that was the cool part. That's huge. That's so huge. So I just want to. She was 17, right? So like, you got to think. So she was was growing up too, right? She was growing while you were growing. Which was causing me to have trauma growing up with her because I was watching a kid raise a kid and and this kid at 17 was all of a sudden hit with life. Think about it. As soon as you have a kid, you think your life stops, right? So, and all you have to worry about now, if you're a good parent or someone who's responsible, the kid is the priority, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the thing is that that's what my mom did, but she was still a kid. She was still in that rebellious stage. Now, I don't know about you at 17, but I was a very angry kid at 17. Oh, yeah. I was, I was rebellious. I, and that's, so when I, I used to get mad at my mom until I was old enough to have a different perspective. Perspective mm. is everything. I'm going, holy crap. She did yeah. everything she could. Like she did everything she possibly could as a human being. And I was hating her for it. Yeah. And I didn't realize because I had my own kid. That's when the perspective changed. Now I'm not telling everybody if you're not ready to have a kid, don't have one, but dang kids change your life, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here going like the amount of stuff that she sacrificed for me, the amount of sleepless nights that she had for me, the, the amount of things that she has done for me. I got to give her, I, I give her more credit than I now than I ever have before. And it's because without my mother, there would be no me. Does that make sense? Yes. And Amen. God. And, and Amen. God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Up in here. Amen. <laughs> Which is a perfect segue to the bookend of of the the last uh, bit that I want to read from your chapter because it's just, huh, this is just so powerful what you write. You say if you reach down deep into yourself and discover what lights you up, it will make way for you in this world. I truly believe this with all my heart. 
Not even six months ago, that cloud of darkness surrounded me as well. I was broke, alone, and almost homeless. Truthfully, it was hard to see a way out, but I did. And what I'm telling you today is I I dug deep. I looked my darkness in the eyes and demanded, move. You are in the way. You don't belong here. Today is your eviction notice. Woo! And I have (laughs) chills all over me reading that. That was, you can tell what a difference from literally the time that you wrote that over a year ago to where we are now in just your voice, your verbiage, like, whoo. I mean, (laughs) I have chills all over my body just thinking about how much you have shifted and how much you have become so much of the change that you've wanted to see. And so I, I, so what advice (laughs) would you give someone who is listening or watching thinking, well, I mean, that's great for David. That's great for Shay. That's great for the other co-authors, but you know, I don't really have people to fan my flames. Number one, and I don't really have tools or I'm not good enough to write a book. I don't have a story yeah. to write a chapter. What advice oh, yeah. would you tell them? Oh, Shay. Oh, I can give you some advice, listeners. Uh, there's nothing special about me. I am normal, everyday David Bennett. But the cool thing about me is that God made me. God made you. God made everybody else. Now, I'm saying that. It might trigger you a little bit, but that's fine. Okay? I need you to hear me, though, and hear my voice. Your life's only going to get better when you can be humble, vulnerable, and resilient. And you have to start taking 110% responsibility over your life. You were born in this time frame, in this time. That means that there is a purpose for you because you were not born 20 years ago or 40, 50, 60 years ago, 100 years ago, 1,000 years ago. You were born in this timeline. You're listening to my voice right now. For some reason, this is your sign. And so what I'm what I'm telling you, is that if you don't think that you have something inside of you, call me. I'll get it out because that's what I do. Because I felt like you. I know what it feels like to feel lonely. I know what it feels like to be fat. Listen, I, before January, I, I want to say December 2020, I weighed 260 pounds because of how the darkness, I wasn't exempt from it. Now, in the book, it said six months prior to that, I was in the darkness. Yeah, I made a choice that cost me everything. I got a divorce. I lost my kid. I lost my house. I lost my car. I lost a lot. But thank God that happened. I'm glad I lost all those things because I would never have found myself. And during that time, for the last three years, I discovered my purpose. That's the fire. And then I created three programs around that. Discover your purpose and passion. That's the line within you. Tame the beast, learn how to be more emotionally intelligent, figure out what triggers you, learn what's keeping you limited in your limiting beliefs, in your mindsets, and what, what is happening to you. And then the last but not least, know your kingdom. Create a vision for yourself, a step-by-step process, so you know what you're supposed to do. That's the point. I can guarantee you right now, I will bet money on it, I will bet my life on it, that if you feel like you don't have a purpose, reach out to me. I will show you that you have a purpose. I will show you that you're here for a reason. And I will show you the reason why I'm just everyday, normal Dave, right? 
But because I have God on my back and I had my mother on my back and I had people like Shay on my back and all of the people that are in this book standing, I was tired of walking in the darkness. I'm tired of it. And I don't know about you, but it's time to look at your darkness in the eyes, flash that light on it and go, it's time to leave. And if you're alone and you feel scared about it and you're and you're terrified to look at it, be with me, be with Shay, reach out to someone who's not afraid to look at it or at least you're not alone. It could be terrifying and I can be terrified looking at it with you, but you're not going to be by yourself. So the last thing that I have to say is the darkness is a mountain. OK, and in the Bible, it says if you have faith just as small as a, a, as a, a mustard seed. You can move that mountain. Why? Well, because you're a light that's looking for other lights. Mm. The mountain is the darkness. Okay? The mountain is fake. It's a lie. It's just Mm. something that you are constantly being controlled by. Mm. Don't allow it to control you anymore. Be vulnerable. Reach out. I will do anything I can to show you how valuable you are. And saying that, I've lost two of my best friends. Both of my best friends I grew up with died to suicide. Mm. And it's because no one told them this. And it's, that's mm. why I have this fire in my, in my, in my heart. It's because I don't want to lose any more people. And I don't want, I don't want this light to win. I don't want the darkness to keep winning. And that's why God put me on this planet right now. That's why, that's why I live in this timeline. And that's why you live in this timeline is because it's time, ladies and gentlemen, to stop letting this, if you can't see the world's changing, whether we like it or not. So I would rather be on the, op- the, the opposite side of this, all this negative crap that's happening in life. And be the thing that's going, I'm not allowing you to win anymore. I don't want to do this. And there's a giant wake-up call for everyone that's happened during COVID. And that's, we don't want to do this anymore. You're right. I don't want to do it. That means that I want to do what God's created me to do. And I want to help you do that same thing. And what I was created to do was to help you find what you were created to do. <laughs> so that's, I hope that's the answer to your question. And I'll wind down. But man, I love I love all of you. And if that's something that you're looking for is love and clarity and understanding, I'll give it to you. And because that's what I needed to set me on this path of being a fire starter. Mm, I love it. And you are such the example. Like I said before, you have been the example of what change looks like and how to continue to be lit up. As you're changing, you're continued to be lit up. (laughs) So uh, how was, so we're going to shift gears a little bit and kind of talk about the book process. How was, how was it for you? How was the process for you writing your chapter, getting involved, the whole thing? Like what, 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 what was your feedback on that? So my feedback on getting started was a little scary, right? Because I remember having that conversation with you and, um, and just being like, well, this is a huge honor. Right. But but then there's that insecurity, the darkness, like I'm just Dave, like there's nothing significant about me. Right. And you're going. But, Dave, if you didn't make your episode and you didn't come on and we didn't talk about it, you were the one who created the Firestarters word. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I am. And you're like, I would love to have you in the book. And I was like, "Okay, yeah. So when I, I was like, what? So it wasn't the I wasn't thinking about the out of the darkness. Right. I was, I was still freshly in my brain at the time. And I was sitting there going, how can I help people with this? And I'm like, you know what? Because I script all my podcasts. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to take that script. I'm going to put a little bit more sauce on it for the book. And then I'm going to put it in that book, because if no one ever hears my podcast ever, at least they heard the words that I said that changed my life. Yeah. So 
And that was something I'm so I'm so grateful and so honored that you even gave me that opportunity. So if if you feel like your story can help someone, reach out to Shay, man, and put your story in this book and change someone's life. Maybe that's what you got to do. Mm, thank you. Thank you. And um, um, it's funny. You said you had fear at first. There was no fear coming through any phone call we've ever had. <laughs> it was immediate. Like, I'm in. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Let's do this. So I love that you, uh, you know, express other fear. So because yeah. it didn't show through. Oh, no, because I because I'm resilient. I'm that vigilance. You know, I can't let people I, I used to think that it was it was cowardly to show it right now. I realized that it's there as a way to make me choose. There's two choices. You can let fear control you or you can choose to be brave. And I thought by pretending that it wasn't there, that I was being brave. Yeah. No, I was just being naive. Mm. <laughs> Pretending to be brave and really you're being naive. Wow. That's huge. Huge. <laughs> I, listen, I, the things that's coming out of my mouth right now, I'm like, I need to watch this over again yeah. so I can get this for myself every time Beautiful. I feel yeah. Yeah. So I know that we're talking, we're time is you wrapping up here. So where can people buy the book? How they can connect with you. You've talked about, you know, connect with me, connect with me, but where do they go to email you directly? Do they go to your website, social media? As you're talking, I'll put the link up for our viewers. You can also watch this on YouTube. If you're listening to it, you can, I'll put the link up for them to buy your book, but so right there, one. right there's where you could buy the book. I, there is a website that's in the book that I am creating. I'm just right now, I'm almost done with it. I just showed Shade that I'm almost ready for it because I want it to be ready for when you guys hear this, that I, I give you all of the value you need and over deliver on that. It's going to be, I needed this Dave.com. That's something that I really want to do. You can also find me on my podcast. I needed this with Dave Bennett, because after every single episode, you're going to be saying I needed this. So and that's because I needed to. You can also email me at I needed this Dave at gmail.com just to talk to me. Or you can find me on Facebook and you can talk to me on there. I'm, I'm totally open and vulnerable with anybody who wants to talk about anything. And you can message me at three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock. If I hear it, I'll respond. And you can purchase his book. Those for who listening is firestartersbookproject.com forward slash David. I don't know if and- you can see that, but it's down below right there. Yes. And he will sign a copy even for you. So definitely check it out. I will sign it with this marker. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Awesome. So as we wrap up, is there what, first of all, is there anything else that you would like to share with our audience? Yeah, I'll wrap it up. These are the steps that I want to tell you. One, believe that you have purpose, because if you feel like you don't, you're letting the darkness win. Two, Take 110% responsibility over your life. It is your responsibility to get yourself out of it. Three, find people who will fan your flames. Either reach out to me, reach out to Shay, reach out to somebody who you know you could be vulnerable with. Four, stop being a victim Hmm. and become a victor over your life. And realize that life does not happen to you, it happens for you. And the last but not least, because this is who I am, I dare you to challenge God. And I dare you to tell him to reveal himself to you. And I dare you to understand it more so just humble yourself. That's all I have to say. Those are my five tips right now to get you to understand that you are so significant on another level, but you're holding yourself back because you're afraid to look at your darkness in the eyes. Stop doing that. Wow. And that was ended on a mic drop right there. (laughs) 
<laughs> so thank you for being here, David. It's been an honor, a pleasure, a joy to be working with you and connected with you the last year and a half. So thank yeah. you for that. I love you. You know it. You know, yeah. it. you know, I love you. Well, I love you and I'm so proud of you of all the growth that you've done and just hung with it and you're still continuing to transform. So thank you. And I'm proud of you. Oh, God damn. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you for listening to the power of investing in people. If you liked this episode, cause I know you did. I mean, you probably even took notes cause David's amazing. I mean, just amazing, <laughs> especially that last one. I mean, the five steps. Wow. Hope you're writing that down. Cause I'm going to have to go back and write it down as well. And if you did, please go over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. And if you want to be fired up like David is, because let's just face it, we've had some amazing, amazing, amazing authors in this book. They're dropping nuggets. They're dropping things that will get you fired up. Yeah. Go over to firestartersbookproject.com and set up an interview with us, a consultation, and let's talk about what your chapter could possibly look like in the next collection. Until next time, let's get fired up. Did you know that when you share the knowledge that you gained from an experience, it becomes wisdom? There is power in sharing your voice of wisdom inside a book to leave a legacy for generations to learn from your experience. And then add collaborating with other leaders. Your legacy makes an even bigger impact. Like co-author Joe Bogdan, who shares in his chapter how being better has no finish line. He said his experience in the hashtag Firestarters book project has been nothing short of amazing. From him being a first-time author, he loved our supportive approach and we earned his trust immediately. If you're curious about joining the next collection of Firestarters co-authors, then join the movement today at firestartersbookproject.com.